Hey, and welcome to the Mickey in Minutes podcast, the short Disney show. I'm your host, Nick Lazaga, and this is episode 39, Epcot's Transformation. A couple weeks ago was the D23 Expo. This is a huge Disney fan event that celebrates all aspects of the company. It happens every two years in Anaheim, right by Disneyland. There's a huge show floor with exhibits showcasing what's new and upcoming for Disney parks, Disney films, animation, and so much more. But it's the amazing panels and presentations that really steal the show. My favorite thing that happens at the Expo is the Disney Parks Experiences and Products presentation because that's where they announce a lot of the new and exciting things coming to the Disney Parks around the world. This year, that presentation was led by Disney Parks Experiences and Products Chairman Bob Chapek. He started this highly anticipated presentation by saying, It was Walt's vision for our theme parks to be places where Disney stories come to life in amazing ways. And with the world's most creative and talented team of artists and dreamers, there's no shortage of inspiration. And with that being said, he went on to talk about so many awesome things. But in my opinion, the most exciting part of the entire presentation, and the part I was waiting for the entire time, was about the transformation of Epcot. Now we finally know a little bit about how they're going to revitalize Future World and even thematically connect it to World Showcase, giving this once amazing but now disjointed park a solid identity. So on this episode, I'm going to run through all of the Epcot announcements from the 2019 D23 Expo. Now honestly, we don't know much detail about a lot of these things, but it's definitely enough to start getting excited about. So let's jump right in. JPEG started the Epcot part of the presentation by saying that every inch of every park should be magical, and that's why he's so excited about it. So the goal of the transformation, as he once put it, is to make Epcot more timeless, more relevant, more family-friendly, and more Disney. And I think that these new changes and additions will do just that. First of all, the name Future World will be gone, and Epcot will be reorganized into four neighborhoods, each with a distinct focus, but with one overall purpose, to teach about the world. Future World will now be divided into three of those new neighborhoods, World Discovery, World Celebration, and World Nature. 
These new names do a great job of having them flow right into World Showcase, whose name will not change. Let's be honest, one of the biggest complaints people had about Epcot in recent years was that many of the attractions in Future World didn't fit with the theme of futurism. These new neighborhoods allow for Disney to have a little bit more freedom in what they do because it no longer has to be futuristic. This also allows for intellectual properties to be used without feeling too out of place, although that may take some getting used to for many old school Epcot fans. If done right, however, Disney characters can live comfortably in Epcot, and there were a few announcements that involve characters coming soon that I think are pretty cool, but we'll get to those in a few minutes. Now we have already seen work begin in the front of the park, which will now be part of World Celebration. The Leave a Legacy monoliths right at the entrance are just about done being cleared to make room for a new entrance filled with lush greenery, Epcot flags, and even a new fountain inspired heavily by the original fountain. As stated on the Disney Parks blog, this new design will pay homage to the original park entrance with fresh takes on classic elements. And no one could possibly complain about this. The icon of the park and the centerpiece of World Celebration, Spaceship Earth, will be getting some new magic too, but not on the outside. The attraction on the inside, which is a classic voyage through time, will actually shift its focus from technology and communication to how storytelling brings people together. There will be a new narration as well as a new guide through the attraction known as the Story Light. From what I understand, many of the show scenes from the first half of the attraction will only be enhanced while most of the end scenes will be completely reimagined. I love Spaceship Earth so much, so I am slightly nervous about this one, but I think it could be really awesome and a fresh take on this opening day attraction. And let's be honest, it could definitely use some updates. I just hope they keep some variation of that iconic opening line, like a grand and miraculous spaceship. Our planet has sailed through the universe of time, and for a brief moment, we have been among its many passengers. <sighs> it gets me every time. Anyways, just past Spaceship Earth, there will be a beautiful new area that will be known as Dreamer's Point. Here, among some gardens and an interactive fountain, will be a new statue of Walt Disney. Chapek said, You all know that Epcot was Walt's dream, and we all imagine him, along with us, looking out from this very spot. I personally just love the idea of a new Walt statue. In fact, I think there should be a different Walt statue in every park. Get on that, Disney. Dreamer's Point will also feature something called a wishing tree. Not sure what that will be, but in the concept art, it appears to be glowing and looks pretty cool. I just can't wait to learn more about this area. Besides Dreamer's Point, the coolest thing they announced for World Celebration is a new three-level festival center. It looks really futuristic and very Epcot. We don't know too much about it yet, but it looks like there's going to be a beautiful rooftop park with an amazing view of the new nighttime spectacular that was also announced that will be called Harmonious. Harmonious will be the largest nighttime spectacular ever created for a Disney park and will celebrate classic Disney music and how it represents different cultures from around the world. Sounds like that show will be spectacular, but we have to wait a few years to enjoy it. That's okay though, because in the meantime, Disney has us hardcore Epcot fans covered with another show that will run for a limited time after Illumination ends and before Harmonious begins that will be called Epcot Forever. This show will feature classic Epcot songs, including Magic Journeys, Tomorrow's Child, and more. 
Epcot Forever seems like it will be an emotional final farewell to the classic Epcot that we're all going to miss. And I'm glad I'll be able to see it on my next trip. I would be surprised if it didn't make me cry a little. But then I'll be ready and excited to usher in the new era of Epcot. World Celebration will also include the Imagination Pavilion. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you want to look at it, they didn't announce anything new for that pavilion. I guess we'll have to wait and see on that one. I just hope that Figment stays and Dreamfinder returns. But you just never know these days. Also included in World Celebration is the Odyssey Center. This basically abandoned restaurant has been used for miscellaneous things over the last few years. But it was announced that this will now be the home to Walt Disney Imagineering Presents The Epcot Experience. This will basically be a preview center for everything new coming to Epcot. And they say it's going to be a fun and interactive way to learn about all of it. I'm excited to check it out. I'm sure it'll be a lot of the same things that were on display in the Imagineering Pavilion on the show floor of the D23 Expo. And that all looked pretty cool. Future World East will now be known as World Discovery. This area will be home to the new Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster, which we now know will be officially called Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. This name is super clever because of Peter Quill's love of cassette tapes and the fact that the coaster will feature a reverse launch. We don't know much about the storyline of the ride yet, but we do know that the ride vehicles will rotate to face the action on our adventure through space. This will be a family-friendly attraction, so I'm thinking the focus won't necessarily be on big thrills, but more on story, and that excites me. You can ride a roller coaster anywhere, but Epcot will be the place where you can fly through space with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Now that is awesome. We also got an official name for the new space-themed restaurant coming to World Discovery that is actually opening very soon right next to Mission Space. It will be called Space 220 because you will be dining in a space station 220 miles above Earth. The restaurant will have big windows all around giving you breathtaking views of Earth both during the day and the night. And I also hear that you may see some familiar characters such as Wally and Eve or the Guardians of the Galaxy flying right by your window while you eat. How cool is that? I cannot wait to enjoy this restaurant. World Discovery will also be home to the new Play Pavilion that is replacing the old Wonders of Life. This will be a city filled with interactive games, activities, and experiences for the whole family. Some of the games we learned about is a water balloon fight with Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Webby from DuckTales, and a design studio with Edna Mode from The Incredibles. In the concept art, you could also see Wreck-It Ralph and some other characters. This seems like it will be an exciting place for kids and families to play together, it actually reminds me of what Innoventions once was. So say what you will about the Play Pavilion, but I think it's great to have these kinds of spaces in the park. The other end of Future World will now be known as World Nature. This ties the land and the seas with Nemo and friends together nicely. But they also announced something brand new for this area called Journey of Water, inspired by Moana. This interactive walking trail will feature magical living water like in the movie Moana and it will teach about the water cycle. The trail will lead up to the Seas Pavilion. This sounds amazing, and the concept art looks beautiful. Also, I wouldn't worry too much about the Moana tie-in, because it seems pretty subtle. I think this will add a lot of life and kinetic energy to this side of the park. I'm personally pretty excited for this one. It was also announced that the Land Pavilion will be home to a new educational film called Awesome Planet. It will play in the theater that used to play Circle of Life and Environmental Fable. 
According to D23.com, Awesome Planet will showcase the spectacular beauty, diversity, and dynamic story of the planet. And that's pretty much it for Future World as far as new announcements go. But World Showcase was not left out. In fact, one of the biggest announcements for Epcot is for the UK Pavilion. During the presentation, a bunch of chimney sweeps came out on stage and started singing and dancing. Then, they were joined by Disney legend Dick Van Dyke. While talking about the making of Mary Poppins, he said what made it was Uncle Walt. Walt Disney was a creative genius who looked at the world through a child's eyes. Then, it was finally announced that the very first Mary Poppins attraction will be coming to the United Kingdom Pavilion. We weren't given many details about it, but we did see that we will be able to walk down Cherry Tree Lane, past Admiral Boom's house, and enter number 17, the home of the Banks family. And that's where we will begin our adventure. How exciting is that? Now it's unclear whether or not the attraction will be based on the classic film or the sequel, but the concept art showed a lamplighter and Mary wearing her outfit from the new movie out in front of the house. But we'll just have to wait and see what the attraction will be. The rest of the World Showcase announcements were small or just more details on things we already knew about, such as a new restaurant for France called La Creperie de Paris, and the new Circle Vision film for Canada called Canada Far and Wide. They also announced a new seamless Circle Vision film for China called Wondrous China, and a Beauty and the Beast sing-along film for France that will not be replacing the classic Impressions de France, so don't panic. Zach Ridley, Walt Disney World Portfolio Executive for Walt Disney Imagineering, came on stage during this presentation and talked about his very first visit to Epcot. He said, I can remember being amazed by fruit that can sing, spiraling journeys through time and space, undersea cities, and a little purple dragon. He also mentioned that the ideals that embody Epcot most are the power of hope, the power of possibility, and the power of wonder. Even though we don't have a lot of details yet, it's pretty clear that this new age of Epcot will be exciting and filled with hope, possibility, and wonder. There's a lot to look forward to at Epcot in the next few years. I truly think the Imagineers will be able to recapture the spark that made Epcot so extraordinary while also introducing new and exciting things for the next generation of Epcot fans. Well, that was my take on all the new and exciting things that were announced for Epcot at the 2019 D23 Expo. What are your thoughts on this big Epcot transformation? What are you most excited about? Let me know on Twitter at Mickey and Minutes. I think I'm most excited for a Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, but I'm also super excited to see Dreamer's Point and the new Walt statue. I'll be at Walt Disney World in November. I'm sure there'll be tons of construction walls up by then, but I'll be sure to say my goodbyes to Future World as we know it and visit the new Epcot Preview Center to get a better look at what's to come. So I want to take a second to thank you all again for being so patient with the podcast. I know I mentioned this on the last episode, but the reason I've been putting out shows less frequently lately is because I've had two surgeries over the last month or so. I actually had my second one the day the expo started, but I kept up as best I can. My recovery kept me from putting out this Epcot episode sooner, but I was just so stoked on all the announcements that I still wanted to get it out to you guys. So thanks again for all the support and all the patience. I'm doing a lot better now, and I should be all healed up very soon, so I'm excited to start putting out more shows again. 
So with that being said, thanks so much for listening to the show. If you liked it, please rate it and review it on iTunes and tell your fellow Disney friends about it. Look out for another episode very soon. You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Mickey and Minutes. Find us on YouTube for some Disney trivia and other fun videos. And check out MickeyandMinutes.com for show notes, exclusive podcast episodes, and more. Thanks again for listening to the Mickey and Minutes podcast. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.